You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one woman mission to save UK manufacturing. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be sharing the stories behind some of the best British made brands and UK manufacturers and offering you advice and tips on making in the UK. Welcome to episode number 152. So every Friday, I'm going to be giving you some tips and advice that I think will help if you're developing a product that is made in the UK. Maybe you've got a brand that manufactures here, and I'm also going to be giving some advice about how you can get your product made in Great Britain. So this week, I'm going to talk to you about pricing because it's one of the things that I've seen cropping up a lot with the one-to-one clients that I work with, and in particular, not charging enough for your products, not selling your UK made products for the price that they are truly worth. And actually, this is a problem that can also apply to manufacturers as well, where they're not charging enough for their services. And one of the problems is that if you are making in the UK and you aren't charging enough for what it is that you're selling, people get completely the wrong impression. They assume that because it's cheap, maybe it's not actually made in the UK. Maybe it is not made ethically, or maybe the product is poor quality, and simply the price is just too good to be true. So sometimes increasing your prices can actually help you to sell more products, and it certainly increases your your profitability on the products as well by putting your prices up. So before you price your next product, have a think about whether you're actually charging enough. In fact, you might want to look at the products you're currently selling and ask yourself some of these questions to define whether you are actually selling your products too cheaply. So the first thing is, are your competitors charging more than you are for your products? Because it can actually be detrimental to your brand to try and undercut how much your competitors are charging for things because people will assume that your product is potentially not as good or as high quality as their product is. So I always advise everyone to have a look and see what other people are charging for a similar product out there in the market. Just do some competitor analysis. That doesn't mean looking over your shoulder and copying what your competitors are doing, but just be aware of how much other products are out there that are similar to yours. But also take a note of where are those products being made and what are the raw materials that they're being made from and where do you want your product to sit compared to them. Don't aim to be the cheapest, aim to be the best. Think of it like uh, if you were shopping for a house, if you were looking to move house and you went to the estate agents and they had several houses for sale on the same road and one was significantly cheaper than all the rest, you'd kind of assume that there was something wrong with that house why were they charging less money for it than all the rest? You probably wouldn't even go and visit that one maybe because you'd think, well, if no one else is going to see it because it's the cheapest and it's still on the market for sale, there's going to be something wrong with it. So don't be that cheapest house on the street or the cheapest product in your category amongst all of your competitors because it's just a race to the bottom if you try and be the cheapest. Another way of knowing that you're probably not charging enough for your product is that you're not actually making enough profit margin on it. So profit margins can vary for each product. It depends what sort of category your product is in, what the product is, the ways in which you're selling your product, whether you're wholesaling or not. 
But one of the biggest ways of not charging enough is not actually knowing what your profit margin is. So if you haven't sat down and worked out all of the costs that are involved in developing your product, not just the price that you buy it in for, but maybe all of the other different components that you have going in, whether that's packaging and labels and shipping costs and maybe your time, if you haven't looked at that and worked that out and made sure you're at least doubling the cost that you're buying your product in for before you sell it, then chances are you are pricing your product far too low and you really need to take a look at it. Look at it. And if you don't know what your profit margin is on each one of your products, go away now and work that out too, because that is something that is so essential that you need to know. It's no good just to pull our price out thin air and think, well, I'm, that's what my competitors are ch selling things for. I'm just going to go in a bit lower than that. Because if you're, if you're doing that and you're undercutting them, but you're not making enough profit, then your business is not going to last very long. So make sure you know what your profit margin is on every single product that you sell. Another indication that you might not be charging enough for your products is maybe that you keep selling out of things or you have a waiting list where people are waiting to buy your products. If there's high demand for a product, you can afford to charge more because people will pay for something that they really want. And scarcity is one of the best selling tactics around. People want what they can't have, particularly when it comes to products that have got the wow factor, products that are sold out because they start thinking, well, why is it sold out? Everyone else must want it. Therefore, therefore I want it. I've got FOMO. I think I'm missing out. So if you're continuously selling out of your products or low on stock of some of your best items, those are the things that you can probably put your price up on as well. This can work in reverse too. So if you've got a lot of people coming to your website, but you're never making any sales, maybe it's because you've priced too low. People aren't stopping to ask you why it's so cheap. They're coming to your site. They're looking at the price. They see that it's made in the UK and they think, well, how can they do it that cheap? It probably isn't made in the UK. So they bounce off your website without buying anything. You haven't had a chance to speak to them or get feedback from them. But quite often, putting your prices up can actually mean people will buy from you where they didn't before. You should never price according to what you think your customer will pay for something, but actually price it according to what it costs you to make and what you know it is worth. So if you're making a product in the UK and you know the craftsmanship that's gone into it, you know you've used the very best materials, you know you've used a fantastic factory, if you tell your customer about that every step of the way in their journey with you and then you price accordingly, you price what is fair, they'll pay it because they'll understand the value and they understand what they're paying for. A great example here is Hyatt Jeans. Now they're jeans made in cardigan in Wales, are £240 a pair, but they constantly got a waiting list. What they do really well at Hyatt Jeans is explaining to people exactly why their jeans are £240 a pair. They talk to you about the grand masters that make their jeans and how it takes at least 10,000 hours for people to train up to be able to the, be the quality to stitch those jeans. And they also tell you that they only make 100 pairs a week. So they're in limited supply and they're made to the very best of British craftsmanship. So people want them and they're willing to pay for them. 
probably if they told you all of that about how their jeans were made in this amazing way and from this special selvage denim, but then they charged 50 quid for them because that's all they thought that people could afford, people wouldn't buy them because they wouldn't believe them. The story just wouldn't seem authentic. So when else can you charge more? So if you're making a product in the UK and you're telling your customers it's made in the UK, then people know that a good quality product made in the UK is probably going to cost a bit more. Also, if it's made in a limited edition and people know that it's made in a limited quantity, then they'll consider paying more for that too. If it's something that they can't get anywhere else, so if it's totally unique rather than a commodity product that they could price compare across different websites or different shops, but it's something they can only get for you from you, they will consider paying more as well. And if your product has the wow factor and it's something they simply must have, then that again is something that people will be willing to pay more for. And, and the design of the product and the wow factor will be something they'll, they'll, they'll put first and foremost before they'll maybe even look at the price because they just simply have to have it. And last but by no means least is your product's ethical credentials. So if you can prove that your product has been ethically produced, then someone will pay more for that than if you don't tell them where your product is made or if you can't tell them where your product is made. So having credibility in the form of some sort of ethical or sustainable certification makes your product worth more to the customer and they will understand that value and why you're charging a bit more. So it's often down to communication as to whether you can charge more for your product, as well as its desirability and where it sits in the marketplace compared to other similar products like yours. It's down to whether the customer really wants it and do they understand why they're paying more and what the benefits are. So take a look at what you're selling your products for. Look at your margin and look at what your competitors are doing and think, could you be selling your products for just a little bit more? And the way to really know whether you can sell them more is just to test it. Put your prices up and see what happens. There's going to be that magic tipping point, that magic price where people will pay that price for them, or where you go a little bit too high and your sales start dropping off. So test it out, see how you get on, let me know. And just a quick word in here as well about manufacturing and if you're a manufacturer. So I've been contacted this week by someone who'd found a manufacturer, but when they got a quote for the prices from them, they seem too low to actually be making in the UK. And if a manufacturer's prices are too low, customers think that they may be cutting corners. They may not be ethical. They may not be paying their staff in the right way. So the same applies to manufacturers as it does to product businesses. Are you charging the right market rate for the service that you're offering, especially if you're doing it in the UK? Because it may be a red flag to a potential customer who's not coming to you because they think you're too cheap and therefore you're cutting corners. And one final thing I'd like to say as well is that by trying to be the cheapest, it's always going to be a race to the bottom that you're never going to win, especially if you're a small business and you make in the UK. The lower prices you charge generally is a rule of thumb. It will attract bargain seekers and the sorts of people who aren't actually valuing your product for what it's really worth, but are just looking for a cheap deal on something. So charge what your product 
is truly worth, especially if it's made in the UK and it's made with great craftsmanship, attention to detail, and it's something totally unique people can't buy anywhere else. So thank you for listening to today's episode. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Tuesday, plus there's bonus episodes occasionally. So make sure you subscribe in your favourite podcast app. And if you're looking to find British-made brands or UK manufacturers, check out the directory on the Make It British website at makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash directory. Thank you for listening. Bye bye.